0: today we're doing our all about dating episode i'm actually excited about it <laughs> yeah Me too. it's
1: a good topic
0: yeah it's a good topic
1: <laughs> miranda lol <laughs> literally
0: like three feet away emma's cringing right now from the microphone <laughs> we're so good at this <laughs> anyways we'll see you on the other side So the way that I formatted this was just a bunch of questions because I thought it would be easier. Normally, I do outlines with, like, Bible verses and stuff. But actually, our first question is connected with that, is why is the Bible so quiet on dating? Like, it's not in there.
2: Yeah, Miranda and I s- were looking at this before we even started. And I was like, well, this is super easy to answer just because that wasn't a thing in the culture. Like That wasn't a you, thing at all.
0: Yeah. So is dating necessary? Ooh.
2: Mm. <laughs> we all
1: take a breath
2: Mm. i would say like i mean just because it's not in the bible i don't think that means it's not necessary like those girls were getting arranged marriages like they didn't have a choice so dating didn't really matter i think it's
1: is that too much i don't know I i think it's necessary though i mean nowadays i don't i feel like in this generation people can hide behind like a personality you know but a long time ago that wasn't necessarily a thing
0: does that make any sense this is what i think i think that dating systems change in different cultures yeah that's a good and so the bible it. didn't lay out rules for like arranged marriages or other things like that because the dating culture is different mm-hmm. and obviously in some instances arranged marriages did work yeah please don't hate me in the comments for that it's just we're all here, which yeah. means arranged marriages must have worked out. Amen. It's yeah. actually hard for me. I'm not going to lie that there's not more about like dating in the Bible because it seems like this is something that is a huge topic, even in my own brain about dating and stuff. And it's like part of me is like, did God forget to put that in the Bible, which obviously <laughs> he didn't. He gave us everything that we need. Mm. Yeah. So maybe just the principles of the Bible are what we need to apply to our dating life.
2: And I also think that it's different for everyone. Like, no one relationship is going to look the same. Like, I know for my parents, technically, they never dated. But they also worked together every day for, like, 10 years. <laughs> so, like, they were running overseas boot camps and things like that. So they knew each other very, very well and for a long time. And they decided to get married. So, like, they didn't really need to, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it really is different for everyone, I think
0: that's a good principle it's different for everybody it is
2: and that's the end of our episode (laughs) (laughs) so if the bible is so quiet on dating then how do you know when you're ready to start dating
0: they're both just looking at me
2: well because um
0: (laughs) (laughs) i just look over it's like two little like like two little sets of eyeballs just staring me down (laughs) just waiting for such a wise answer it's
1: a good question i mean are you ever really ready Is a good question as well. Mm
0: -hmm. I do think sometimes people overemphasize that. Like, are you sure you're ready for this? Am I sure I'm ready for this? Like having kids. Like, are you ready for that?
1: Before my past relationship, I was asking someone, I really don't know if I'm ready to start dating. And they asked me like, well, are you ever really ready? And I told them, well, I want to be closer with the Lord. And they were like, are you ever going to be so close to the Lord that you're ready for a relationship if that makes any sense like can you be in that spiritual high at the very perfect time when you're about to get into a relationship does that make any sense
0: were they saying that you should be or they were saying like the idea of being ready isn't right yeah wait what that was either or okay no no no. (laughs) i
2: think i understand what you're saying because you're never going to get to a point in your, you can always improve on your relationship with God. Exactly. You're never going to perfect that relationship and then feel like, okay, now I'm ready. To I've go arrived. Yeah. I've
1: arrived. I'm at the place with the Lord that
0: I should be. And now I'm ready to start dating like that. Yeah. Me when I die and go to heaven. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> exactly. Also just knowing your emotional health, I think is important in the dating yes. process. So when I was in Bible school, I was kind of going through some rough times from just different things that have happened to me. And, it was not the right time for me to date. And I had people, okay, this, I just feel like this is me like breaking. Like I had so many boys after me. <laughs> I didn't, but they, I mean, I, I had guys who had asked me out on dates and I said, no, like I'm still working through some stuff Yeah, and I need to work through those things before I'm ready to date. And yeah. I don't know if that was like the Lord that gave me that knowledge that mm. I wasn't ready. Cause it was just like, it was just a decision in my mind. Like I'm not ready. Yeah. I need to process through these different things. And so I don't, that was probably just the grace of God that mm-hmm. he gave to me that i knew i wasn't ready
2: yeah i don't think there's like a certain age where you can say like once because i know some of my friends parents set like an age limit like you can start dating when you're <laughs> yeah 16 or you can start dating when you're 18 but i don't think like just because you turn 18 doesn't mean you're ready to start dating yeah it doesn't mean your maturity is at
0: that level joel always says like you shouldn't date until you're 20 really yeah it's like <laughs> he has like a core belief of his is that because of school or what? I think it's because you change so much and that you're early, tw- like late teens, early 20s that he says, like, you just don't need to mess around with dating and just figure out more like who you are. And eh. you're so young. He's like, very few people are mature enough to get married at 18 or 19. True. Which yes. is yes. true. I, I agree. agree with that is true. And so I, I do kind of see some of his logic, which every situation is different. Yeah. But I do kind of see like I'm personally really grateful that I didn't date. Yeah. When I was younger, just because I don't know.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with that.
2: Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, I I decided when I was like 12 or 13 that I didn't want to... D- who's hitting the table now? <laughs> okay, I'm <was> sorry. <laughs> who's hitting the table now? You um, said when you were 12? I, <laughs> I was saying when I was 12. <laughs> or 13. Or 13, I don't remember which one. Well, don't think about it. Just, just say go. 12 or 13. Anyways, <laughs> I had said I didn't want to date in high school because because it could be a distraction and you want to keep your focus. I wanted to be able to keep my focus on school and also on growing my relationship with the Lord.
0: In high school, a lot of times people decide they don't want to date in high school, which I understand. I was like that. But then they just grow these weird, unhealthy friendships with people of the opposite gender. Cuz they're like, mm-hmm. "No, we're not dating, but" We hang out alone all the time and do stuff together all the time. Um, I literally came up with a phrase for it. I call it the not dating dating thing because they are dating. She does say that phrase yeah. all the time. They are dating. They just aren't saying they're dating, which then it's like then you get into the, like all this gray water of like, are you in a committed relationship or not? And people's feelings get hurt. And I just think it's a mess. Yeah, that dating not dating is it's just
1: The stupidest thing. I had a quote unquote dating, not dating, but it was dating, but it wasn't dating. (laughs) (laughs) Relation, quote unquote, relationship. But then I figured out, like, a couple months, I was like, no, we're just friends. Like, this is nothing more than just friendship. So, honestly, like, whenever someone's like, how many people have you dated? I'm like, one. Because that one does not count. Yeah. Because it honestly, like, it went nowhere. We were just talk we were just friends and like I honestly there are people that date in high school don't get me wrong but half the people that I see that date in high school it mostly goes nowhere I'm going to be 100% honest I there were I think I was talking to my mom last night about this and I think I had three Christian friends that were dating and once they graduated they were dating out of high school but then all of them broke up And I think the only person that I've seen a relationship like this work out is one person. They're engaged now um, from high school and they were Christians. And I was like, oh, cool. There's one.
0: Grace and Gabe. They just got married. They were dating in high school. And
1: so there are some situations that dating works in high school, but not a lot of them work out. Like I was talking to my mom. I keep saying I was talking to my mom, but. You guys just know by now. I talked to my mom about this. We love and her. <laughs> We were I was saying ninety nine point nine percent of relationships in high school really work out. You mean don't, don't.
0: work out?
1: I mean yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't work
0: out. Ninety nine point nine. I was like, girl, that's baloney Squad
1: <laughs> of relationships going out of high school don't work out. So I mean
0: I guess like my biggest thing with the high school dating or not dating. And I tell people this because it's just my piece of advice. If you're going to act like you're dating, then
2: date. Yeah. Don't have, like, the weird (laughs) middle area. Yeah. Totally agree.
0: So, if you're going to pretend like you're dating, date. Or if you're not going to date, then don't pretend to date. Yeah. Which, actually, this is all connected with the next question.
1: Can girls and guys just be friends?
2: That's the next question. I'm just going to jump to it. (laughs) Opinions? Oh, uh, hi. Okay, so I... (laughs) I was gonna bring this up earlier when you were saying like the weird talking stage thing because that was something that I struggled with having guy friends in high school but also knowing that I didn't want to date was a very hard, I guess, thing to navigate because Mm -hmm. I didn't know how much can I talk to my guy friends before it's like they think that I'm leading them on or or they think Mm -hmm. that we're talking when we're not. Because also a lot of my guy friends didn't live in state because i met them from going on a teen missions team or something and so our only form of communication was like texting or calling or whatever which so much harder it's yeah. such a weird balance there, i had a few friendships that like got kind of weird that i ended up just like basically cutting off which looking back i feel bad about now
0: you know what it's the only way to communicate i, I when the guy starts to like you and you're trying to be nice and just friends let me tell you the only way to shut him down is to not talk to him well it happened with
2: sorry (laughs) it happened with one guy that I like really did not see coming at all and so I like I I feel like brought the hammer down
0: That sounds so bad but like I think right now
2: laying in his bed in tears (laughs) no I think that because of that one situation I ended up doing that with a lot of my other guy friends who were like genuinely good friends and nothing ever happened with them but i was so scared that it was going to because of what happened in the past is this too personal
1: (laughs) no but i'm just like i'm so heartless because i cut someone off like that except i was like there's more fishes in the sea (gasps) and i sent them four different fish emojis (laughs) shut up
0: Miranda that's mean (laughs) I know
1: it's so mean we're gonna take that off
0: (laughs) (laughs) please don't please don't can we please keep it in I actually have a worse one (laughs) this guy asked me out and it came out of the middle of nowhere and it was literally the same day that I started dating Joel so like my brain was in a totally different space and I literally said he was like will you go on a date with me and I was in my car with my window down (laughs) and I literally said yeah, probably not. <laughs> and I rolled up my window and drove away. There was a there was a guy yeah, was still when she told ashamed. me that I was
1: like, Oh my
0: gosh, Emma. <laughs> I know, like where was the grace, the mercy, the kindness to be like, I think you're a nice guy and a good friend, but I have my eyes on someone else, you know? Like wouldn't have been that hard to the get out other of The fish,
2: you know? <laughs> no, there was a guy once who asked me if like I would want to go hang out with him at the beach and like with his friend group and stuff, and I responded, um, no. <laughs> that
0: was it so basically we we're heartless but basically back on we're the main cold topic, <laughs> can you be just friends this is my theory i think that you can have pretty surface level friendships with yeah. guys it's a lot easier in person than like over text because that's always like a private thing mm-hmm. so like your brother faith is a friend of mine we're yeah. friends yeah and we were friends we've been friends since i came down here i just think your relationship with your guy friends is like really different than it is with friends that are girls so like if i have an issue and my first instinct is to run to a guy i'm saying if i was single obviously i go to joel it's different because we're engaged but if i'm single and my first friend that i go to with a problem or when i'm upset is a guy i don't think that that necessarily is a good thing Reevaluate.
1: i'm just thinking because i feel like it's different in some stages of life so for example in high school i had a very long stage of so much teen drama that guys were like my friends if that makes any sense but i wasn't oh no there was one guy friend that i had that i'd call about situations but it was different because he was like my brother and we knew that because we established it you know but with this specific guy it was
2: completely normal do you agree yeah yeah yeah. i agree because he was can i say that he was yeah church? yeah he was in our youth group with us But he was, I don't know. He had a type of personality like he's friends with everybody. Yeah, and you guys definitely had a brother sister it was relationship. It was clear to everybody. Yeah,
1: and when this teen drama went on, like I don't was my brother. My brother was older, and he talked to my sister a lot more than me, and we couldn't really relate at that point. And so, like sometimes, like I'd drive him home from church, and like I'd talk to his parents and him about like this situation is really hard, and you know, like with specific teen drama and his parents had a lot of beneficial things to say and it was a brother sister relationship period like we talked about oh i like this person he likes this you know it was Mm. very we knew that what i'm trying to say is you need to define the relationship if you are in a friendship with a guy and you're hanging out with him constantly you need to know that you guys are just friends
0: yeah i just think you need to be careful also i realize i'm probably not one to talk because i I've actually had a couple of guys tell me that I led them on. Which, I'm like, where's the line between like being friendly and leading on? I, yeah. Listen. That was a I question s- I had. That was a swear, question I had. I swear. Men look at any interaction as encouragement. Yeah. How long do you think you should be in the talking stage? Do you all agree on what the talking stage is? Faith is making a <laughs> sassy face right now. <laughs> the talking stage is like the stage where you both kind of know you like each other. You're getting to know each other. I feel like you...
1: If you're on the phone constantly talking to each other all the time, you got to define it fast because Mm. I don't, personally, me, I don't talk to my guy friends on the phone.
0: I meant like talking, like texting. No, I know. Oh, okay. I'm
1: saying like, if I had a guy friend, I don't talk to him on the phone. I usually text him. But if you're talking to a guy constantly, I think you need to define that relationship fast because that's not a normal like correct me if i'm wrong that's not a normal thing for you to do just to talk to a guy friend Mm. i'm putting air quotes (laughs) guy friend on the phone because no i agree with you. and with that my mom was like be sure to bring this up like you shouldn't be texting someone that you want to pursue a relationship with you should be talking to them on the phone because connection Mm -hmm. can get very yeah twisted
0: i agree with that Joel said to me when I was telling him some of the questions that we should really call it the praying stage. Cause you're both praying and deciding if you want to become like girlfriend yeah. and boyfriend, like in a committed relationship. That's a good one. So like, mm. I mean, okay. Joel, our relationship has a confusing timeline cause we did the talking <laughs> stage. And then I was like, no, this is no. And mm-hmm. then we had a second talking stage. So the, te- the first talking stage was longer because I was on a trip and then I was in Honduras. But the second time when we actually started dating, I think we talked like two weeks. And then we're like, this is dumb. Let's just date. What do you think, Faith? I know you have opinions. I can see it in your brain.
2: No, no. I agree with what you were saying. Okay. I, d- I think that you need to be clear with what your intentions are for yes. the relationship. I agree. Because I've talked to friends who have some confusing...
0: Situationships?
2: Situationships yeah, that go on. And I literally told my friends straight up. I was like, listen, you've gotta, you've got to clear this up. Because mm-hmm. like you were saying earlier, someone's going to get hurt if you don't figure out what's happening
0: and I really believe this and it's something I think I learned from my relationship with Joel that a man who knows what he wants and is willing to communicate with you and figure that out is so attractive if Hmm. he is confusing and sending you a ton of mixed messages like kind of wants to be together kind of doesn't I'm like girl get out of dodge I (laughs) I'm serious Joel was so intentional about pursuing my heart for the long term
2: like Hmm. he didn't
0: want to play around He wasn't wanting to question everything. He was like, I really like you and I want to date you. I think you're awesome. And that to me is one of the reasons that our relationship worked out so well. It's because he was being the leader and saying, Mm -hmm. this is what I want for something that sounded weird. Like I want this, but you know what I'm saying? Like communicating clearly. And I think that those are important conversations to have. And it's, I'm not saying if he doesn't do that, that you have to run, but I definitely uh, think it's no, a green run. one. <laughs> <laughs> Miranda's facial expressions. We got to get video on this because we really do. I'm over here like, wow, that must be nice. <laughs> Oof. sorry, Miranda.
1: Uh, it's
0: OK. <laughs> I feel like all of our answers to these questions have been a little like, well, it depends on the situation, but it's true. It does depend. It so really Take does. our opinions with a grain of salt because they are just our opinions.
1: Mm hmm. But I think that talking stage is really sweet. You know, it's something that you get to know the other person. And personally, I think you need that talking stage before you go into dating. Because in (laughs) past... I was going to die laughing. In past situations, I didn't stay in the talking stage for long enough.
0: And it didn't... (laughs) (laughs) the talking stage was not long enough yeah
1: and so you should get to know your person well and you need to get to know their priorities well
0: because if you don't know their priorities then you don't know if you're c- compatible yeah which leads us to another question i did that transition <laughs> should- by accident <laughs> oh, that was so sweet i thought job, you planned that out job. i didn't plan it I just got worry
1: looking? about compatibility
0: in modern dating we're so concerned about compatibility while in the bible it talks a lot more about commitment mm-hmm. and i thought that was really interesting like basically if you guys are committed to each other basically saying a uh, higher goal than compatibility is commitment mm-hmm. which obviously i'm not talking about like is he saved or not i think you guys know you date and marry someone who's saved who's a christian i guess what i'm saying with compatibility is that i think a lot of times girls over on things that don't matter like he has to be extroverted or he has to be this way he has to be this and I think that realizing that you're not going to get every single thing on your list realistically is okay. And so I think compatibility is important, but I don't think that we should raise compatibility above commitment and other things that are also important.
2: Yeah. I think especially now people are getting really wrapped up with, what is that called? Myers-Briggs? Yes. the numbers and stuff and it's like well if he's a nine and i'm a three then it's never going to work out or even like astrological right. signs you don't know what i'm talking about that, that yeah, was yeah, the yeah, yeah, talking. oh the enneagrams anagrams. sorry but myers-briggs is another
0: one they do that yeah way.
2: and same thing with like signs like astrological signs Ew. if you're a christian i don't think you should be Ew. mixed up in that but still people do that like oh if he's this sign and i'm this sign it's like girl it's the month you were born yeah, in like who cares and with the
0: personality things like everyone's so different I don't know. I just I don't think those A are good ways to decide your compatibility. A with personality
2: someone. test is not going to y- tell you that. Yeah, absolutely not.
1: I do think you need to have standards, though, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't saying, break the standards. I'm not
0: saying don't have standards.
1: I guess that's another question. Should you have can you have high enough standards or too high of standards? Hmm. That's not on here, but that's oh, what I was thinking question. about last <sighs> night.
2: I feel like that's the can you be too picky question I that's oh. The same
1: thing. oh that's a good one can you be too picky can you be too picky because
2: that i mean <laughs> i don't why think is that. the way that you say that can you be can too you picky b- <laughs> <laughs> no i think having high standards is a good thing i don't think that that's the issue but i think for the question of being picky it's like some girls say i won't date him unless he's over six foot or like i want oh. someone with dark hair instead of light hair or like blue eyes instead of brown eyes or you know whatever it may be and that's too much for me
0: or if they say like they have to play guitar they have to i don't know they, all so many things are negotiable I, I saw something that said like you should have a non-negotiable list and a negotiable list and i thought that was really good and they list said like list a certain amount of things so like five things that are non-negotiable like he's a christian you know he loves the word of god things like that and then you have your list of i would like a preference yeah
1: To all those guys out there, if you love Jesus, that's really all you need. I mean, for me, is that, you know what I mean? That that doesn't sound boy crazy. No, it didn't at all. It's just like, if they really love Jesus, that's something like number one that will make me like, oh my gosh, I'm really interested now. I'm just saying like someone that really is able to display their love for Jesus Mm -hmm. In just a normal conversation, yeah. is very,
0: yeah. I mean, if you're it talking about Jesus and he has nothing to say, like just the two of you, exactly. Red that's flag. a problem. Very
1: red flag. Very much. A very red
0: flag. Very very much ra- very
1: red. Very red.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's very red. Very vibrant red. So I guess the answer to the question is, I think you can be too picky, yeah. And I think you need to be careful that you're being picky about the right things. Oh, I got that. Be picky. But we'll cut about that out. <laughs> Be picky about the right things, yeah. about the things that matter, not the things that are just of this world. Yeah, because I'm,
1: I'm very picky about not necessarily their relationship with the Lord, but how they talk about the Lord, you know, because if they're like, I am very religious, that's a big red flag for me because I'm like, you're religious? Oh, really? No.
0: I also I read this thing and I don't know. I might get hate for this again. I don't know. But they said, like, no matter who you marry, in a sense, you will settle. Mm <laughs> Because you're not going to marry someone who's perfect. And when we come up with our list of traits that we want our husband to have, we don't ever put bad traits on there. We only put the good traits. That's a good point. Yeah. So, like, you're going to settle. And I think it's important to ask yourself, are these things that I can settle on? Like, can I deal with this?
2: Yeah. I think a lot of people can get really anxious about those things. Like, making sure that they're with the perfect guy, I guess. And like you were saying, that's kind of unrealistic. But how do you know the difference between... I guess, not that anxiety is a good thing, but like things that you should actually be worried about and anxiety that's like you shouldn't, like this is a red flag, turn around, go the other way. Oh
0: my gosh. (laughs) was like our whole dating relationship yeah, i was trying real. to figure that out like what is like relationship anxiety what is red flags how do we figure all this out
1: i feel like when you called me or i called you that once i was like yeah no that's just your anxiety
0: well but also like all over instagram right now there were always videos popping up and it's like if he does this three things it means he's a serial killer and you're like oh my oh gosh he really? eats cereal you know <laughs> what i mean like, <laughs> <laughs> he so puts like, the milk before the cereal <laughs> but i'm saying like they do so many like generalizations Yeah. And there's going to be, I don't know how to say without it sounding so bad, but like no one is perfect. So yeah, I probably have some red flags. My anxiety in our relationship was a major red flag probably to Joel. Mm. And so you have to figure out what are red flags, what are yellow flags, and how does this all work out together? And so getting in a relationship is scary because it's a big decision. And if you feel anxious about that, I don't
2: blame you. What's a yellow flag?
0: I think it like means like approach with caution. So it could go either way. Oh, oh interesting. I've never heard that I've before. never heard of that. <laughs> Anyways, what really helped me with Joel, with some of my dating anxiety, was looking at his friend group. I guess pe- people that I also knew and how they respected him. So like Miranda, your family told me such good things about Joel. And some of his close guy friends I knew walked well with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And they said like, no, like he's really a good guy. Like he walks with the Lord. And that was even before we started dating. And so those outside opinions actually really blessed me and helped me. And it's something a lot of times in dating people are like, don't let anyone tell you about your relationship. Like so many movies, that's like a main theme. Mm. But if there are people you respect and they come to you and say like, either they're concerned or they come to you and say like, he's a really good guy that should really help. I think with your dating anxiety and stuff to lean on those like people that are helping you make this decision. Cause I don't think that dating and marriage is a decision that should be made in isolation. Mm-hmm. Mm. all those feelings can really cloud your mind yeah I do think it is beneficial too to
1: talk to that person about the anxiety that you have as well because if you don't then you can't be vulnerable with them and I mean that's a bit of a yellow flag <laughs> you know something that you can't approach I mean it could be something that you might be able to approach later on in their relationship but it's something that you should bring up to them as well
0: and how they respond to that anxiety tells you so much about them. Like, I I love Joel so much. And the way he handles my anxiety, just so nice about it and encouraging and pushing me towards Jesus. And that's what I really needed. So, there, I'm looking at the next question. There's, like, no smooth transition to, like, dating anxiety to should you kiss before marriage. But there it well, is. That's your transition. <laughs> Good one. But
2: should you kiss before marriage? What are our thoughts? I think it's a personal preference. I, I think it a personal conviction like you were saying mm-hmm. i know people who did like my parents didn't kiss until their wedding day which talk about anxiety oh my good gravy that would drive me nuts yeah i'm not yeah yep i'm, I'm you're not gonna wait well i didn't i didn't know how to like say that yeah no
1: I, I mean i think it's Not that quote unquote, you should practice before you get (laughs) married. Because that's a horrible term to put it in. But like, I think you should be comfortable. I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I think it shouldn't be some big thing. Because if you, for me at least, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. For me, I want to know that I'm going to marry this person before I kiss them.
2: Yes. When I've talked about it with my dad, he brought up the point of, would you want your future spouse to have gone around kissing all of their boyfriends or girlfriends before you? Or is that something that you want to save just for your future spouse? So for me, I feel like it's, I I want to honor my future husband by saving those things just for him. Yes. Am I going to wait until my wedding day? I do not know the answer to that question. But I think it's like what you were saying. I would like to know But see then how do you know that you're gonna marry them if you don't wait till your wedding day? Um like how do you know you engagement w- they don't all work out. That's true. You know? <laughs> like well that's scary. Yeah, no, that's true. That is true. I feel like the safest option that was a weird way to say that word. The safest option. The safest option would be to wait.
0: Remember. I actually know a couple that waited until their wedding day and then before the wedding they kissed each other privately because they were stressed about kissing in front of everybody and they wanted it to be private. So they waited until their wedding day, kissed like around
2: the first look time, I think, and then kissed Aww. at the ceremony.
1: Wait, that's cute. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I just don't think I'm patient enough.
2: I would be concerned, as someone who, whose love language, I would say one of them is physical touch for me. Yeah. So how do you... I would be concerned if I kissed somebody too early on in the relationship that I would struggle. I know
1: that's what you
0: mean. I mean,
2: I would struggle, Yeah, I think. <laughs> it would be hard to maintain proper boundaries that way is what I'm that's trying to say. That's a great way to put it. That is a good way to put it. That, that's
1: like a whole other discussion.
0: Like how far is too far. Yeah. We ha-
2: we were talking about this in our girls' Bible study during the summer. I think Miranda had mentioned it before, Gigi's. Mm-hmm. And one of my leaders said, if you're driving in the mountains and you've got like steep mountain on one side and then you've got a cliff on the other side and all you have between you is one guardrail, then if you break through that guardrail, you're gone off the deep end and there's no returning mm. for boundaries. So you should have boundaries set in place, I guess, that if you happen to go past those boundaries, you haven't gone off the cliff. Yeah. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, don't you need to be more generous with your boundaries than you think.
1: Yes. And that's a big factor, too, in dating is have those boundaries set so that you can if you go like an inch over, you're like, okay well, wait. That was a little too far.
0: Saying like, oh, we went further than our boundary, but it was still in the green zone. Yes. So it's not a big deal
1: because proper boundaries lead to a successful relationship.
2: So, yeah, I guess what I was getting at with that was if, for me, I think that kissing someone could...
0: I don't know how to word this. No, what you're trying to say, I can say this. Yeah, go for it. Hopefully I... I don't know. It was a lot easier before Joel and I kissed. It was. It was a lot easier. That's what you're trying to say. It was a lot easier to do the right thing before Joel and I kissed versus after.
2: Yeah. If I think I'm going to struggle more with your fleshly temptations after you kiss somebody, then I think maybe that's a good thing to have in place so that you never have to get to that point. To guard yourself from that. Yeah, yeah. you could also
1: set like boundaries, so to say. Like, you only kiss me when I go
0: out the door. It just comes down to what your preferences are and how your relationship is. And I don't think it's something that you should fall apart over yeah because i did i did i it was a huge deal to me i wanted to wait until my wedding day to kiss and then i i ended up kissing joel so (laughs) humble pie moment for (laughs) me but in a way it was the right moment we were walking through some stuff and trying to figure some stuff out and so i don't really regret it at the time though i cried for 20 minutes because i was so upset
2: emma i remember i went to your house like it was it the next day or it was like that weekend after or whatever you're like do you think I'm a terrible rotten sinner because I kissed Joe before we're married i was like, Emma, no <laughs> like I feel bad for you that you like didn't I'm not gonna say that yeah you didn't wait that sounded really bad for you. no I meant like <laughs> I feel bad that you feel guilty about it yeah but it's I don't it's worse because the guilt has subsided like I don't
0: feel bad anymore she's like <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, <laughs> no I'm but...
0: okay with what I did <laughs> I was saying it was the it was the right moment for us like it was and it was right before like two weeks before we got engaged. I don't
2: think kissing on your wedding day is something people need to like preach at the pulpit I guess is where I'm going with that. Yeah. Don't beat yourself up about it. Yeah.
0: Do you think you should date a guy who is still struggling with a porn addiction? Because a lot of guys are. It's a good question.
1: I would
2: say no. I would also say no. You would break up. Oh, with a guy that we're is already struggling. together. What if you were together? You were, oh, oh, I thought you were saying, you were would together. you like, date well, Okay, them. I was
0: saying, would you date them? And then you both were like, no. So then I was like, well, I'll just change the question to make it harder to answer if you were dating them. And they said, like, you, hey, uh, I'm really struggling with a porn addiction. I don't know.
1: That's uh. not good to bring into a relationship. No. So I would say no. I mean, and mm, you shouldn't necessarily like missionary date, you know, where you try to help them through that while you're dating i mean you could but it's not necessarily healthy
2: i feel like that's something to continue our theme throughout the podcast that's going to be different in every situation situation, because i can't sit here right now and say like oh for sure i'd break up with them or for sure i'd stay together and try and help them through that i don't know what i would do in that situation yeah it's a sticky situation it's a sticky situation but i think god gives you the mercies for the day so I'm not really sure how to yeah. answer that question.
0: I definitely, it definitely would give me pause with moving forward. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like if we were dating and like it was a consistent issue. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. It was something like they came to you like, look, I, I made a mistake this one time. Like, I don't want to be that way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's just that's such a different, different. That's
2: what I mean. There's so many different levels. Or for
1: example, vice versa, you know, like it could go either way. Like what mm-hmm. if, you know you're in a relationship or or a guys in a relationship with a girl that was struggling with pornography. Yeah.
0: I mean like if you're watching pornography, does that eliminate you from the dating rank? Should you not date if you are struggling with pornography?
1: I think you need to handle that situation between you and the Lord. And in my past, I mean, personally for me, that is something that I struggled with, and I would not want to bring that into a relationship. Mm. That is something that I should deal with between me and the Lord. That shouldn't be something that I'm trying to quit for this person. Mm. It should be something that I'm quitting because I love the Lord so much. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's something that I want to give up. I was telling my sister about it, and I was like, you know, with this struggle, like I don't want to do it anymore because I want to love my future husband best. You know, like I that is something that breaks a wall between fake love and actual love. And that's some, that's something like we could do a whole episode on this because yeah. I have so many strong feelings about this. And I think that it needs to be brought up in Christian culture that like it's not just a guy thing. yeah, mm. It's a girl thing as well. Yeah. And a lot of girls are really ashamed of it. And it's something like that is sin and it needs to be brought up because a lot of girls are very hush hush about it. And it needs to be talked about because once you bring darkness into light, it dispels the darkness.
0: Yeah. And I think our general discussion is that it's not best. It's not like God's best to bring pornography into a relationship, whether yes. it's yourself or a guy, either one. It's not God's best yes. for one of the people to be watching pornography. And so that's something you and them, you and them, you and they, yeah. you and he, whatever. You and the other person. Pronouns? (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Ooh. Another (laughs) podcast for another time. (laughs) Would have... You guys would have to talk about and define, okay, is this a very entrenched addiction? You know, are you... Yes. It sounds weird, but, like...
1: Are you currently struggling with it? Is this
0: something that, like, maybe you struggle with once a month and a lot of times have victory and sometimes don't? Or is this something that, like, hours of time weekly? You know, there's such a difference. Yeah, there is a difference. And are... Is he actually working to make the change because a lot of guys can say i'm working to make the change and was he doing that before you guys were dating does he come to you and say look i'm struggling with this this person has been my accountability partner for the last six months i've sought the lord about this a lot and this is really an area that i'm trying to grow in and change because that is different that's what i mean every
2: situation is going to be so different
0: yeah and if that
1: is a problem find an accountability partner and talk to them
0: However, if he is not fighting the good fight, like he's not trying and he's only trying for you, run, get out,
1: get out, go.
0: (laughs) No, but it is, it
1: is a good topic and we can talk about that later, maybe on a little short episode, but it, it is something that you need to be aware of and that you need to fix. you you and the lord need to fix it it needs to be a personal conviction because if you're not convicted about it then it's just flat out wrong
0: that's kind of a serious topic to end on but it's where we were at so yeah but i do think you guys need to be
1: cautious is a good word not picky
0: not like i don't know what else we were talking about i just think of a good way of like ending that whole idea is like if pornography is, is involved in one of you Then you guys need to approach with caution. Yes, yellow flag. I was just about to say that. Yellow flag. Yellow.
1: Double yellow. Double yellow. Like on the beach.
2: I know that's what I was
0: thinking of. Uh (laughs) lifeguards. There are sharks in the water. (laughs) 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 There
1: are lots of sharks in the water. According to Miranda, there's also lots of fish. (laughs) wow
0: okay <laughs> so that's what we had for you guys today i hope you enjoyed this episode on dating it was just kind of a fun episode our, our different thoughts if you have more questions you should send them to us on instagram you can find us at holy.devoted.podcast we also want to thank our sponsors teen missions international uh, they take kids on mission trips so if you want to go on a mission trip you should check out their website at teenmissions.org uh, keep listening we have another episode coming out next week have a good week